Hey, everybody, it's your friend Adam Caton Holland. Just a quick warning today's episode is the Grolics Get Political. We're one week out from the election and we're getting political. So, listen, if you're tired of hearing about it, we get it. It's inundating, it's maddening. And uh, if you need to not hear about politics in this episode today, cool. Don't even listen. We will give you that pass because you've already downloaded the episode. So we have those numbers. So we don't really care because we just care about those numbers. But we do care about your mental health. So you don't have the bandwidth for more politics. Tune out and we'll see you next episode. Hey, y'all. Guess what time it is? It's the Grolic Saves the World time. All right. The Grolic Saves, saves the, world. the World. That's right. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. We're getting big. Our worries are next Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Grolic Saves the World. I'm Adam Caton Holland. My name is Ben Roy. I'm Andrew Orbital. Let's just get to it. Say say it. <laughs> okay, listen, this is take two. This is our second effort <laughs> at trying to record the introduction to this episode. And, I, and I'll tell you why, because we're we're christening this episode, Get Political. That's, that's what this episode, the Grolix Gets Political. And we tried to record the first half. <laughs> And we just got at each other's throats real fucking quick, which is yeah. funny because we all sort of believe the same shit, just in varying degrees of different ways. Don't start. Don't start. Okay. Down this path. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. That's it already. It's too far. Down this path. What, I, what I will say, what I will no, say, I and I'm going to ruin some of the podcast magic is that we're recording this on October 6th and it's coming out on October 27th. So on October 6th, we got so we're, heated. We're wired we that tight. Another, right. Yeah. And we're all made, we're all voting the same way. Come we're all, November we're 3rd, all catching the same vote. And saying that we could still be so divided. Yeah. And yeah. I want to apologize to you both. We I think it does get personal when you talk about politics. And I know people who listen to this are always saying it's fun to listen to you guys because you are such close friends. I love you both. This is part totally. of the, the, the scary part about politics is its ability to pull at Friendships, even when we're very closely aligned. Well, uh, I, I love, same, I love you both too. Same here, and fuck you, Ben. So yeah, yeah I totally- <laughs> <laughs> no, I had that coming. Uh, I think anybody who listens to this knows which one of us was Billy Joel and started the fire. Uh, so, but what's, uh, I think what Andrew and then you said it as well, Ben. We're all voting the same, and yeah. and it got so intense that we had to stop and start over. Libertarian <laughs> George Jorgensen, right? And, right. I, and on October sixth, oh <laughs> shit! No. <laughs> point point being that if we're wired this tight on October sixth, on October twenty seventh, when this comes out, holy fuck, everyone's probably feeling it. Yeah, it's a rough time politically. Anymore, so I'm glad and, we got this last month together. And I will just uh, say, breathe, breathe. Yeah, breathe. Every, we're gonna be all right. Breathe, you can't breathe. tell me what to do. You don't get to tell me to breathe, Adam. <laughs> to be fair, what started the initial argument don't and, do it. and the initial don't conversation. Do it. No, I'm just going to say it. <laughs> don't fucking do uh, it. Previously, I I I had in 2000 uh in 2012, uh I abstained from voting for president. Um and Ron, can you edit for, in some boo hiss fucking and, and in 2016 <laughs> because and and there was a, a lot of onslaught because there was a post about it that I made um, about it uh, in defense of, of 
Andrew had posted that I was not voting. Yeah, I childishly um, sort of called Ben out. Which Andrew calls Ben out Such a online. stupid social media But move. you did it, Andrew, you did it in the way that you do it, which is always kind, and you were not, like, being petty about it. You were making a salient point. And so because of that, I kind of drew a lot of criticism, rightfully so. I will say, like, I do believe that my opinions at that time um, were afforded by a privilege that I am allowed to uh, to to have taken at that time. I was allowed to be able to do that, one, by being a citizen of this country, and two, by being a white male and a cis white male. And and I totally understand that feeling. My But I want people to know my heart was in the right place. I don't want to be a part of something that is so divisive that I feel as if it's tearing our country apart. And that was where I was coming from. Um, and I also feel as if a lot of the pieces are rigged and sometimes it feels as if your vote doesn't actually count, but I am voting this election for those people who are applause, uh, Ron, put in some polite, get in some applause. I have, I have like a a TV sitcom. Oh, like, like, (laughs) no, there's no applause necessary. That's ridiculous. I'm, I'm finally doing. The right thing. Um, uh, and before you all flip out on Ben Roy online, Colorado voted blue in 2016. It wouldn't have mattered anyway. So I lived in California and I think we know which way oh, California yeah. went. Yeah. Jesus. Um, that's part of the reason why I was frustrated. I do. I get frustrated that one vote doesn't equal one vote. Well, I think um, anyone can respect where you're coming from. I think we differ in our viewpoints as to how we view the other side sometimes. And I think that that comes a lot with how we grew up, like uh, just differences and uh, where we grew up and the people we grew up around. For I sure. Don't... And I think Ben is much more of a trying to understand where that other person is coming from. And I'll just say it. I'm a little bit more closed door. Like, I'm sorry, I don't have time to try to sway you to my liberal viewpoint i'm trying to expand the tent and win you know what i mean so i I, i'm just like kind of pretty blindly liberal and and i'll say i exist in an echo chamber of liberalism by choosing and this is the side i want to win but just because i think it's a kinder less racist better for poor people better for the climate change all the things i believe in i'm just unabashedly left and i don't really want to hear from the right That's how it is. I think, yeah, I think a big part of it is that I grew up in a very rural environment and um, you you quickly like growing up, if you want to hang out with anybody in a rural environment, you've got to learn to tolerate people who who don't believe because it's not a lot of people, you know, so like when we'd be partying, it'd be like myself that like conservative dude who's going into the Marines in a year, my uncle who's like three years younger than me for some reason, you know what I mean? Totally. Like, like the parties were like this hodgepodge of people with just like completely different ideas. And you just, to not be alone, learn to be around and love people and tolerate people who um, who sometimes don't uh, tend to share your same viewpoint on the world or a good viewpoint on the world. I should just say that as well. And Andrew, what about you? What would you say was your political background and how'd you get where you got to? I, I mean, I remember growing up, my parents literally wouldn't know if they were voting Republican or Democrat every election. They truly 
would like gather the information and it would be like a discussion and God, that feels so quaint now. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> and it's insane to imagine someone who's like, I just want to gather all of the, you know, I really want to take a look at both these candidates. Like, well, like all those tweets that, at the debate, it's like, I really can't wait to finally decide off of the debate yeah. tonight. It's like, yeah, right. And now it's just branded in iron. And I'm, I'm leftist more. I don't, think of myself as a liberal i think of myself as left of that but i still have to participate like this is the system we have i have to vote for a stinkeroo like joe biden which i will do happily when that is the choice and that is the situation i have no problem doing that but i think i came more to my politics like my i grew up in a very conservative household and uh and then when i left home at a pretty young age I came to my politics more independently through punk scene and hardcore scene. And I have an extremely intolerant view, probably more so than Adam with a lot of uh, right wing ideologies. I have just like a cut out, cut out the cancer more than treat the cancer kind of mentality. <laughs> more than engage in 20. Yes, I'm equating human beings Facebook with cancer. That's with where cancer. I've that's where I've come to. That's where I am. That's where I am I, now. Th- there is always going to be a part of me that hates a part of myself for my that I, that sometimes I don't stand up and speak out to people who I'm close to that have opinions that I feel to be destructive and detrimental to uh the well-being of others. And it's real it's a really difficult part of the way I was conditioned. I mean, just growing up in that environment, it was, you know, it was just a, you, you learn to tolerate the different types of people and this ideology that I didn't agree with. I sleeveless I, Brady but, Jersey. Yeah. And <laughs> you know, they're just their willful disregard for the Celtics unless they're in the playoffs. That's, I mean, come that's on, cold. pay attention all year. There's a lot of games. <laughs> no, no, but I, I, I think that that's the tough, um, the tough part. We've part of a big part of that, that argument was not the, the in the first take was not where we stand politically, but how we believe that we should deal with people who have differing political opinions. For sure. Um, For sure. I tend to be very pacifistic. I don't I don't like violence. I don't want to see this erupt in violence. And I don't think you do either. I think you think it's more. I think you both, and I understand no, that because it's like if there's a civil war, it's like the people with guns versus the mean tweeters. Like there's right. no, <laughs> like there's no civil war. Like we will all just be subjugated, and we will be doing whatever the people with Sly guns. Little plug want there us to for do. your indoor lacrosse team, the mean tweeters. <laughs> mean tweeters. Yeah. No, I don't want a civil war in the least. My yeah. God, Andrew's exactly nobody, right. I don't. Nobody. Does. I don't fight. I don't uh, have guns. I, we, I'd be toast. I would like to reach out to Finland, and I know we have listeners <laughs> If there's there. an amnesty program, <laughs> anyway, arts I, grants, whatever you can do to get I us the fuck over there. I already listened to so much Adam, metal I've, from Finland. I'm ready to go. I've already told you, Adam, Finland is not a lifeboat. They're not going to take. The I Finnish like will bring us home. The <laughs> yeah. Finnish will bring us home. I'm weird like that, like, I know we've talked and there's been like amongst the three of us like joking about leaving. I can't imagine going anywhere else. I love 
American people. I just think they're God, really loud so and gross. I don't. I don't at all. And there's dozens of countries I'd rather go to. Um, but anyway, no, I like them. I like that they were brash and bullheaded, and I love that. Wait, is this a, a jeans of... commercial? Are you sneaking yes. in a Levi's commercial? Brash bullhead jeans. We're brash. We're brash bullheaded. We're, brash. we're bullheaded. We're loud. Tradition. We do things um, a little different, and we it should might get, make we got... the rest of the world a little angry and nervous. We're Hold America. On. I got to cough blood into my kerchief. <laughs> I've thought every election in my entire life was like do or die if the Republicans win, America's over. Like I've thought that every single time. So I've always had this fear in my head, and I've been proven wrong many, many times. This time, I've been more scared than ever before. I fear the the authoritarianism, the rise of fascism, the slashing of all these democratic ideals that, that I, I see happening all the time. I really fear this one. And so to sort of help myself not just live in the fear, I've been trying to do one thing every day to just advance the cause. Because I remember the one time that I actually was actively participating for a candidate was the first time Obama got elected. I was like a caucus precinct captain. I went to training. I made calls. I was very fucking active for a Barack Obama in that 2008 election. No one election. is doubting your caucus, dude. <laughs> you you really <laughs> stroked your caucus. And, yeah, and your well, caucus was the cleanest. It was the cleanest. And it was just the sort of generally nicest. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, it was. And it was uncut. You did not cut your caucus. Bro, bro. I cut the Because caucus. all the feelings at the head of the caucus. No, no, no. Like, I came in with a cut caucus, and I was like, this is how it's going to be. My dad so did this, I and that's how it is. So easily and also predictably. My dad cut his caucus, so I cut my caucus. That's just how it kind of is. And, um. But that we won that one and it felt good. Uh, we, me, you know, the Democrats won that one. So I felt good by participating and I haven't participated in an election since other than voting. But this time around, mm -hmm. I've been making phone calls. I've been donating to like not just Biden and Hickenlooper, but like Jamie Harrison and Amy McGrath. And like, I'm just this blue down party ticket. I have a fucking Biden sign in my yard. I voted for Bernie. I have a Biden sign in my yard. Like, I'm just trying to do everything I can to get it the, this across the finish line. And I think we all want Trump out for whatever various reasons. That's sort mm -hmm. of the Grolic stance, anti-Trump. Sorry, listeners who don't feel that way. And well, um, fuck. I, I vote, I, I pledge <laughs> that for this challenge, we do one thing every day. Oh, we... so we're doing a challenge that you're already doing? <laughs> yes, Andrew. Yes. I took a page uh, out of the Ben Roy playbook. I've been Andrew. waiting. You no. beat him. <laughs> no, yep. this is a good. It's very good that you're doing that. Because, I mean, I've been doing another, another way of doing this because uh, it is a very stressful, very upset time. What I like to do is instead of doing that, I don't make any phone calls. I do do some donating. But I like to just luxuriate 
in a, a bath of social media mind poison. And I just, <laughs> I gargle it in my mouth and sure. I pour it on my head. Sure. And I just do that all day until I'm so wound up that like my fucking <laughs> neck muscles are like crawling up the back of my head. Bro, and that's then, just good for your mental health. Yeah, uh, that's <laughs> how I've I, been handling it. So. What it's really doing too, and I wanted to say this, is you had kind of a peppery beard before. It's turning all of it gray. Oh, yeah. And, it, and it's Heavy making on it the one uniform. Yeah. <laughs> yep, it's making you monochromatic, and I like that. Yeah. Uh, well, and so I kind of like this challenge because it makes, I know it makes Ben a little uncomfortable. And Andrew, it might make you a little more active than just fucking well, Twitter no, poison. Let me say this. If the open-ended, if the challenge is open-ended where we do something political, it doesn't have to be any one particular thing, but it is oh, each God. day we do something Ben's political. Ben's going to try to take a gun into the Capitol building. I will building. be I know pinning it. my award-winning <laughs> political cartoons, which I will be submitting to Highlights Magazine. Dude, um, if you dunesbury your way through this challenge, I love it. Dunes it up. If I if I enter an election chili cook-off, that <laughs> oh, counts as boy, well. I like this that. This is a choose-your-own-adventure politically as long my as it's the left and for Biden. liberal chili. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we laugh no. as Rome burns. <laughs> no, I think I think uh, I think that that's a great challenge. Do something political every day. Uh, you know, maybe maybe it's uh, reaching across the aisle and trying to have a, engage in a conversation to get somebody who you know to be voting in the opposite direction to try to see your that would be side amazing. of the story. I mean, that, and, and yeah, it's I've a, done that it's once what before, you want it to be. and it was so dispiriting. I was like, I'm never doing that again. But Maybe, yeah, maybe I could try that again. I think that this is a great challenge because we can do what it means to us. We can be, we can do things that are as vocal, public as we want it to be, or as, as, uh, you know, as silent and as private and as, as comfortable as you are with it. And exactly. because we're recording this in early October, when the second half comes, we won't know the results of the election. We won't know how effective, but we'll just talk about what it is that we tried to do to sort of get through this super fucking tense. Yeah, and feel Time. like we're contributing to the cause and the 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 side that we feel represents us the best. See, and wasn't this a much that's... better? We just needed two cracks at the first half. <laughs> mm -hmm. We took a swing, but I will say, um, you both, when you both nip at me, okay, <laughs> mm -hmm. I will say, you come straight for daddy's nipples, and I've noticed that. <laughs> we know that's your that's your E zone, baby. <laughs> and then and then daddy roars his claw rears his claws and we're just stunned into silence <laughs> <laughs> all right well why don't we do this why don't we take a quick break why don't we listen to some live stand-up comedy kind of ease the tension baby you know what i'm talking about yeah uh, please and, <laughs> and this comic uh, started out in denver but is now unfortunately for the city of denver left for uh for new york city we're bummed to have seen him go because he's amazing we know you're gonna love him enjoy nalawi mengist and when we come back through the magic of podcasting we will have spent the week trying to get more politically involved enjoy you're the coolest shit <laughs> so, uh, i don't know how to get into this but uh i think i'm done fucking white women um <laughs> yeah Retiring, I'm um, hanging up my jersey. Uh, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a Larry Bird jersey on my wall. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have, I, I don't really care. Uh, I don't. It's not really a big thing. It's just that I learned that my parents are cool with it. I'm like, oh, this is no fun. Like this isn't what I wanted, right? 
Like, my sister, a few weeks ago, she brought home this British dude, and I was, like, really excited. I was like, oh, shit, my dad's gonna get his gun, like, we're gonna kill him. Like, I thought a race war was gonna break out. But, like, nothing happened, you know? Like, everyone got along, and he just, like, walked away breathing. And I was like, oh, that's not romantic. Like, that's not what I want, right? There's no pushback. There's no resistance, you know? Like, I feel like the only way I could upset my parents is, like, uh, if I bring home, like, a black Republican, like a Stacey Dash or a Candace Owens type. Like, she would have to be so conservative, her safe words would be, but what about Chicago? Like, that level. <laughs> Fox News shit. <laughs> <Stop. laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm from here. Uh, I went to school out here. I went to uh, CU Boulder. Uh, yeah, anyone? No? All right, cool. Uh, yeah, I went to CU. And uh, I really liked it, but like one thing I didn't like about going to see you was like all the cases of cultural appropriation. I'd always see, right? Like I remember one time I was at this house party and I see this white dude walk in. And he had cornrows. He's wearing a dashiki. <laughs> yeah, I was mad because like this guy, he's not black, he's not African. Like he just doesn't get to wear my heritage like that. Like fuck that dude. <laughs> that shit made me so angry. I set my craft beer down on the table next to me. <laughs> Tied on my vans, and uh, as soon as I got up, I was like, is it really worth stretching out my skinny jeans just to fuck this dude up? <laughs> nah. Hey, do you love the Grawlix Saves the World, but are sad because you're not getting enough of it? Boy, do I. Well, great news. You can get all sorts of bonus content on our Patreon. Like what? Tell them, Ben. Act 4. Ad-free episodes, birthday shout-outs, exclusive merch, stronger, more painful erections, our pod within a pod, boy crazy, decreased A1C levels, photos and videos, bonus content, and so much more. Okay, I'll do it. No, kick to me. Say, how do I, how do, I do it? How do I sign up? We're not trying to sell it to you, Andrew. You don't have to. Jesus. Oh, well, I mean, it sounded good. Okay, how do I sign up then? Fuck it. You can sign up now by visiting patreon.com forward slash Grolic Saves. I do want to sign up. <laughs> okay, we're back, everybody, through the magic of podcasting. It's a week later. Cooler heads have prevailed. Wow. All... I feel so chill and good after chill. a week. No political <laughs> animosity betwixt us. It was a quiet text week. I have to admit that. I yeah, couldn't help, not I a couldn't lot help of... but notice. <laughs> not, not a lot, lot of back and forth on nope. this challenge. <laughs> sort of said what we had to say to one another and walked away. <laughs> and uh, here we are a week later. I will say to the listener, Ben Roy just finished a therapy session. So I'm sure whatever piece you found, we are going to undo in the next 30 minutes. <laughs> I know. You I should have saved this session for after for the podcast. After, yeah, but yeah. I like to come into this uh, like a stage show. Like I've emptied my bowels and I'm coming in light and effervescent. And then I'll weigh myself down and then and then I'll carry that with me till I have a heart attack. Oh, you can yeah, create a cool. deficit for us to fill. <laughs> yes, exactly. Wow, right. thank we you. Okay. Well, let's back up the, the cement mixer of bad ideas and get to pouring. <laughs> yeah, what is what sound does the pathos truck make when beep, it backs up? Beep. <laughs> That's just a real sound, I guess. Yeah, I guess it's just a regular truck. But anyway, um, so what have you guys been up to? Did you did you did you do the challenge? Did you get political every day in a sort of constructive way, or or were you not able to think of things for seven days? It was very hard. It was, it was a good thing that we had this challenge because I definitely did things that I wouldn't have done otherwise. Let's go. Let's let's just say a few of the things. Yeah, yeah. No, and did. I I. I did as well. Admittedly, 
I tried some things that were harder. Uh, and then I went to, I think, what was probably the easiest thing to do, which is, but we can Tweet. talk about those. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I retweeted some pretty hot political <laughs> takes, which uh, uh, we had discussed uh, once we began the challenge. We had discussed reaching across the aisle, like reaching out to people who we know who might be voting for Trump and asking them why or even just talking about it. and i could not bring myself to do that yeah but instead i reached out to people who i know um are notorious non-voters or all right that's, uh, that's pretty close yeah or they're so disillusioned like they don't want to vote for biden they're the kind of people that are like I, i'm not voting for biden Which so i reached a, out to those people and got friends are, are probably in that camp I got zero response from people. <laughs> <laughs> I reached shit. out to three people Holy and uh, yeah, they did not respond. And I was very like nice about it. I was like, oh yeah, I just wanted, <laughs> I guess it's like, did you just, say, but let me ask you about it. Did you say that it was for the podcast? No, I did not. Oh, okay. Uh, but I did say I would keep it anonymous. I was like, okay. I'm not, I'm not asking you this, like to dig up dirt. But I was thinking about it. I was like, well, anyone who's, <laughs> familiar with me last election knows what I did to Ben on Facebook. They're not going to tell me shit. They're not going to chat with me about voting. So Andy's I think I made my own non-voters. <laughs> He's got 40 no, fake profiles. I'm just curious. Just tell me why you don't want to vote. I just want to maybe you'll change my mind but we'll never know unless you talk to me. Okay. Uh, yeah. They MT did not talk MTV to camera crew burst through the door. <laughs> Andrew's been wearing a button camera for like the whole time yeah. or like in your glasses. I knew he was wearing a tie. It was weird that he was wearing a tie. It was. Yep. He looks like a secret shopper. It's clear what you're doing. <laughs> I did it. I, I did. And I had a conversation with somebody who, who shall remain nameless. I, I have people I grew up with, um, people I count as immediate friends who are, who are uh, quite uh, supportive of Trump. And this particular person, I would say, is, a, is somebody who posts quite a bit about their support of them. Um, How'd that yeah, go, dude? About as well as you about think you, it would. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you changed was, their mind. Oh my God, you changed their I mind. I changed their mind. They're definitely, uh, no, I, I will they say. They voted for Jill Stein. I really did a number <laughs> on it. <laughs> no, I will say that the conversation started off cordial when we got into the conversation. It definitely uh, got heated. But then afterwards, I've known this person. We tried to come to a place where we agreed that I know that this person is not somebody who has ill intentions. And while I do not agree uh, with that stance and their responses to things were what I thought, you know, the everything as I expected comes with a qualification or that it's sidestepping the issue at hand, which right, is right, what right. I yeah. figured would happen. Uh, lots of hatred for Joe Biden and lots of nicknames uh, for Joe Biden. Uh, so how give us you, some. Just how, tell yeah. us a few. What are a few choice? Well, I mean, things. the ones you've all heard. Sleepy <laughs> oh, Joe Biden. Oh, so not new ones. I yeah, thought maybe. Yeah, okay. No, no, no. No, it's Sleepy just Joe. all of Just the, a killer nickname. Yeah. And what's funny is, is that this particular person, I would have never thought of this person before all of this as being political. This person was not political for a lot of years. That part is what's starting to become shocking to me is like that all of a sudden they're very engaged in politics, but 
Trump's politics. Yeah, yeah I, I think that like, Trump makes for... politics easy. You don't need to know his party platform. You don't need to know anything. It's just a it's a cult of personality. And as you just get on board and then you can just like pump your fist and and feel like you're part of it. But I, I never saw this side of that person prior to probably two or three years ago when it was- What were the issues that they were con concerned about? Um, Well, immigration is a big one, like whether or not people are just freely flowing across our border without being checked. Uh, leftist uprisings. Sure. Um, that I'm, you know, trying- oh, I'm having such a hard time being- quiet okay no no I'm no listening. no i mean no i'm listening. feel free this is your platform <laughs> no we don't well. have enough just, time no we only we uh, have to get through more we have but to get I mean, through more things I, I that's the part i just feel like when i look at the world i see a totally different thing than this particular person does i don't right. i i don't see the cause and the movement of yeah, black think, lives matter as being even just when it comes down we talked because it was very recently, because I rushed to do it, uh, about this shooting in Denver down in in um, in the At park. That, yeah, yeah. And we yeah. we talked about that, and even how we viewed the events that unfolded there. I think I'm fairly neutral on, in a sense of like, listen. I mean, somebody's carrying a gun. Everybody wants to arm themselves. People are going to get shot. Somebody is going to get shot. You know, but. Yeah, and the guy that got shot smacked them in the face and then yeah, spraying. But then on the other hand, I do have to check myself because I don't know that I view that carrying a weapon and shooting somebody for being maced to me feels like an even use of force. Much the same as in Kenosha. I, did, I don't think that somebody hitting you with a skateboard when you showed up with an AR uh, to to that to is yeah. we, is you, that that's those the magical that's the magical flipping that goes on as soon as it's like the other side like so people I, are like oh I tried like, to check can't that. believe that I this... tried to put that in check with this person but this person believes they were it, that they were Antifa and that they were an agitator it, anyway the the conversation went as you would imagine it I don't believe I've convinced but uh, but good for you for keeping it civil just gets to a dead end of like totally of perception. Like yeah. it's all of perception. And I think that's the worst damage that Trump has done is the divergent realities where it's like, we're not even engaging with the same reality. So how the fuck can we have an intelligent you got, you got discussion your about I anything? I got mine. Yeah. The minute we started talking about it, it just, the, the tone changes and it becomes like it's going to get very personal. And it's like, I, there, you know, the times where you have to stop and be like, listen, I'm not like, this is not a personal attack on you. Totally. It's very difficult. So it's yeah. very hard. And there was yeah. a time when people could argue civilly about politics. It's clearly gone. It's fucking yeah. gone. Yeah. I wish yeah. it wasn't because Biden doesn't represent everything I fucking believe. It's just like a two-party system and it came down to this is the guy I'm fucking voting for. But right. it has become so personal. It's like, well, that's you. And it's like, it's not fucking me at all. It's who yeah. I'm voting yeah. for. But it dovetails again. with the reality TV style, like who's your favorite? Like who's it's it's personality based and has nothing to do yeah. with. Well, don't uh, worry. So I think I'm going to fix it with my first effort because I unloaded a pretty powerful meme. <laughs> oh, I saw this meme. <laughs> I just I'd been doing this prior to you guys and I'd been doing very practical efforts and I decided I could have a little fun one for day one. 
So like Hick and Looper put out these things. You could put your own reasons. I'm on team Hick because, and you like write in the reason and Instagram it out. And I, so I put out, I'm on team Hick because Corey Gardner is a U.S. salt and pepper pig boy. And I just think <laughs> it's the best description of, of Republican Colorado Senator weird... Corey Gardner. Uh, he's a salt and pepper pig boy. I and I put to... that down on, Get on that Instagram. Trending. And, yeah. and, you know, it was really enjoyed by a lot of people. And I think it's really changing the narrative of this. Election. Hashtag <laughs> salt and pepper pig boy, Corey Gardner for Senate. Right. So I'm I glad, had a fun I'm glad, one. I, I'm glad you were not proud with your first one. I love. Well, like that. I, I said, saw it, and I didn't know if it was part of this, but I assumed it was. When uh, they go low, I go stupid. That's how politics work for me. That reminds <laughs> me, we were driving. Uh, I was driving Amelia to her mom's, and we were at this intersection, and there was this clown in the intersection she was standing at the edge of the intersection and she had two giant trump flags this was on the day when the winds were like 50 miles an hour so she's just absolutely getting assaulted by these trump flags they're just like whipping her in the face she's like fighting to to hold on to them and uh, i was watching this and kind of laughing i was like oh my god look at this idiot and so i asked amelia just out of curiosity i was like hey should i take the high road here or should i take the low road and she goes what does that what does that mean? And I was like, well, the high road is I just drive by this woman and I don't say anything. I'll just keep driving. <laughs> and the low road is I'm going to roll down my window and I'm going to give her a dose as we drive by. I'm going to make fun of her. I'm going to give her a dose. And <laughs> and Amelia was like, dad, take the high road. And I was like, really? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, just ignore her. And then she pointed out, which was totally true. No one was honking. No one was cheering her on. It was just quiet. Like she wasn't getting any. And she was dressed uh, as a clown. No, I called her a clown because she's oh, an idiot. Oh, okay. No. I was like, God, the poetry of that is amazing. <laughs> no, she's a clown because she's she's dumb and is standing there with her Got two. It. I Trump thought it was flags. a literal clown. No, okay. sorry, yeah. I should have I should have made that clearer. No, that would have been uh, that would have been almost like, is this performance art? What am I <laughs> right. seeing here? Anyway, it's, another positive I, thing I did. <laughs> I got for the first. This is a small one, and but it's a. It, I was actually inspired by Adam or and other people. Adam is not unique to this, but I got no, no, no. no. Just leave it where it was. Yeah, <laughs> I got a a Biden yard sign. Hey. It has not arrived yet. I've never ever had a po- political yard sign. I have kind of like not liked them for some for whatever reason. I just didn't like the idea of like I'll sway my neighbors with my yard sign. But I do, and especially in this election, it's like it is heartening. To see these yard signs like, wow, my neighborhood seems pretty trashy, but there are a lot of people who are rejecting the like Trump insanity. I and there are people agree. who have homemade Trump flags the size of like that would you'd put on a giant on a giant sailing vessel. But there's also like other people. So I ordered for the first time in my life, I ordered a yard sign, Biden yard sign. But then I was thinking this morning, I was like, what if I put one of each yard signs, <laughs> one Trump, one Biden, just like, hey, I just believe in the process. You know, it doesn't. I just want to see people vote. A lot of people, when they say get out there and vote, they mean for a specific candidate, but not me. I just I just want to see the you would American have democracy car in action. crashes. I know. I just like, want to watch people's brains like dribble out of their mouths like jelly as they see this. shit. I, I think I like to imagine that they I'm undecided that they that people when they 
they pass it are just thinking there's a modern day Montagues and Capulets going on. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Yeah, it's it's my wife and we have that divergent of opinions, but we've somehow agreed to set out both sides. But y'all fuck hard and fast and like, it's that that's hate, where you Yeah, that hate sex that people. Dude, that's like some Russian cyber terrorism. Just create chaos, get in their heads. If you put those sides side by side, oh man, that'd be fucking great. I was gonna say that I'm with Andrew. I've always thought it's kind of tacky to have political signs in your yard, and it's like it's sort of private. It's like it's not something you know. The old saying is like, "Don't bring up politics at the dinner table" or whatever. It's kind of like that. It's like you're driving by my front yard. Here's who I'm voting for. But I this year I, I totally was like, "Fuck it, dude! I got a Hickenlooper one. I got a." Biden won. I've had a Black Lives Matter. It just Do you feels think that's like, a sign of age? Probably. I mean, I or, wonder or like, a sign it's of rising no, I, fascism in the United yeah, States. Yeah, I well, think no, it's no, just no, that. But I mean, I, I wonder if like, I wonder too if that just is. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you're not politically involved, but I'm also wondering if you're. I mean, if you didn't, you did you have an Obama sign? You know what I did first time yeah, around. I had. An Obama I was going to say I thought yeah, you did. did. So, um, but I but. Like, I'm wondering if this just being more involved and being more passionate about it, I kind of wondered if this is also, we're seeing a lot of it because we're starting to get within the age group that becomes much more politically involved. It Uh, has coincided nicely with my ankles popping every morning when I get out of bed. So (laughs) it it does seem to sort of dovetail with that. Adam's keeping it popping. I mean, and this is the first election where I, more than any previous election where I was like, I think it feels good to see that solidarity among your neighbors because uh like ben said, we have, we have to live next to people with different political beliefs than ours, but it is heartening to be like, well, at least most of the people on this block agree with me. <laughs> like, it would be more disheartening to be like, fuck, every house on my block has a Trump sign. I'm, I'm still the only not, Biden I'm, sign. I, I will say this, and I'm not in any, this is just personal opinion. I'm not for the sign thing. The only reason is I noticed that when I see people who have signs for uh, people that I would never vote for in the, their front yard, I automatically make assumptions about the people that live in that house. Yeah, that's well, part of the fun, yeah, dude. For sure. I mean, who are you gonna teepee when you sneak out at night? You, <laughs> yeah. you need some. I'm tired need... of judgment free yeah. Ben. Fucking <laughs> look around and make a few choices on. People. I got a carton of expired eggs with my Trump loving neighbor's fucking name written on them. This Come problem, on. this problem, Ben has always been a people loving person, and I like people. Wait, are you talking about yourself from an exterior Well, he talked about me. Uh, he said this, this Ben. Oh. Uh, this Ben is always like. Are uh, we talking with Ben now? Is Ben here on the podcast? He is not. You're talking. Oh, is, no. Uh, oh, Candace, no. can you no, go find Ben? talking with Damien, who is <laughs> okay. the manager of a, of a small Wait, swingers club. Oh, I thought that you got possessed. I didn't know that this was just another Damien. No, no. Can we talk with Ben? Can, no. Is Ben home? Is Ben Damien. in there? Fold up the fuck tarp and go find Ben. <laughs> Damien's expecting a shipment of scented oils, so he has to be here, right? Now. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, we hate wow. Of Damien all of the multiple personalities. <laughs> it's a real okay, lateral Okay, Damien, move. tell us all you know about Ben. <laughs> <laughs> so I get weird about, I mean, I, I also, just me personally, I think it'll make it very easy if you see a yard sign for you to potentially assume 
things about your neighbor uh, or the person you have to live next to and coexist next to just based yeah. on a yard sign rather than like you sports. maybe having actual dialogue with them, which to me feels like the way you change minds is through having dialogue. That's why I'm going to put other. one of each sign out and then a little <laughs> sign on top that says, come talk to me. And then we'll see who comes over and oh, chats with me. Andrew, if you have both signs out, I think they know you need someone to talk to. Yeah. I'll just <laughs> well, be out there in my lawn chair with a bag of sunflower seeds just waiting for somebody to come talk. I truly don't believe that everybody who, who supports people I don't support are all terrible. They all have their own reasoning. They're all on their own teams. Group dynamics are very difficult amongst. We don't want to hear about your improv troupe. Well, <laughs> I'm telling you that this has affected our theater space and group I dynamics. I don't care about what group dynamics is doing. I don't fucking <laughs> like your improv troupe. Wait, your yeah, improv group is called group dynamics. Group dynamics. Oh. <laughs> no, but anyway. Um, uh, so I tried to phone bank uh, on mine. I was like, "Well, I'll give it a shot. I'll try." Oh to no, it. shit. And I, there was like a lot to the process and I started going through it. I guess this is total political apathy. I got through it and I was like, I'm not going to change anybody's mind anyway. I got to the <laughs> point where I got to like this. They wanted me to take like a, a Zoom tutorial and I was like, how far long is this going to take? <laughs> I just gave up on it. <laughs> Truthfully, I believe what you both believe it. If you are an undecided voter right now, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, where? Yeah. Have I think you-, you just want attention is what you want. Yeah, like, um, the jury's still out. All right. You have, like, I get the people who pick the side on Trump's side and Biden, but the people who are sitting in the middle, like, I don't necessarily relate or believe what uh, people who follow or support Trump believe. But, hey, listen, they've picked their side. They've seen what's happening. There, There's very clear lines being drawn. Right now. They made but a decision at the steakhouse. They ordered their steak <laughs> blood red and just recently killed. And now they're like. Now Trump and, likes them the, well done. They're getting cardboard oh, yeah, steaks. Right, they're not getting right. good steaks. But that's people right. who are in the middle to me are just people who have apparently not been paying attention at all. Yeah. Or, I don't I, read a lot of news, so I guess not really sure what. Yeah. <laughs> well, I phone banked as well. And unlike Ben, I wasn't intimidated by the two minute video explaining how to do it. <laughs> It was and, longer than that. You had to like register on the one that I went through. Yep, you had, you to, had to put the, your name and email in there and then watch the two minute video. Yeah. You, yours was longer, was longer than that. Than that. Yeah. Huh. It yeah. was interesting. I phone banked for Biden's camp on Sunday. And you remember, you know, Noah Reynolds, the comedian. Yeah. He's like the red hair yep. kid. He was the guy who like called me. He's like, Hey, I'm just saw you signed up and want to make sure you're uh, good to go for Sunday. And I, was, and I was like, yeah, I am. And he sounded so familiar. He's like, this is Adam Caden Hall. And I was like, yeah, Noah. And he, I was like, good for you, dude. So he's How's working he doing? for like, He's working for Colorado Dems and fired up and and like, you know, he was in charge of the phone bank thing. I hope uh, that's not the Noah who texted me and I responded all caps, fuck off, take me off this list. <laughs> no, it very well might have been. a very good chance, Andrew. <laughs> but he was trying to get on the Grolics, so I'm glad you said that to him. He's not ready yet. No, he's fucking hilarious and he yeah, should do the Grolics. He he's, he's very great. funny, dude. Um, but I phone banked and the funniest thing that happened it was mostly Democrats that they had in their system, but their system's imperfect. So you're calling some people who are not Democrats. Um, and I got two guys in Loveland and I saw the number was in Loveland and I was like, okay, this could be risky. <laughs> so yeah. I call one guy and you could just like hear him cracking a beer and he just goes, Hey, who is this? I was like, Oh, it's Adam. I'm from with, representing Joe Biden and the Colorado Democrats. And he's like, who are you with? 
I said, Joe Biden and the Colorado Democrats. He goes, Joe Biden can pack sand. <laughs> I was like, what? what the fuck does that even mean? Joe Biden can pack sand. And I was just like, man, I love I, I was trying to get him to give me more because I was like, I'm going to use this in a bit. And I was like, well, what do you mean, sir? And he goes, he can pack sand. And I was like, All I, right. ironically, the most Joe Biden That's sounding it, diss of all time. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this guy and Joe Biden could could riggedy ding dang <laughs> doodle riff each other all night. Well, you you kick rocks, Buster Brown. <laughs> my, that may be I, that may be my new favorite Twitter feed is the Joe Biden insult generator. Oh, dude. oh yeah, it's so fucking great. <laughs> that's the funniest fucking thing of all time. But yeah, that sounds like something you kick sand, Jack. So like I didn't I, I didn't win that guy over, but I will tell you there was one woman who had her ballot and it's a Hispanic woman and she was like, I don't know when to vote. And I was like, well, what do you mean? And she's like, what day do I have to vote? And I was like, you can vote now at ballot boxes and it helps if you get them in early because they're predicting chaos on November 3rd. And she's like, I can vote now. And I was like, yep. And I gave her the areas. I gave her sent her the list of where to vote. And like, that's a helpful one. Yeah, yeah that's then, great. And I had another one. It was a woman who's 22 and golden and she was voting for Biden and she was voting blue down ticket, but she was undecided on Hickenlooper. Didn't like his stance on fracking, which I totally understand. But I was able to just talk to her for a few minutes about Hickenlooper and like pretty sure I got her to vote for Hick. So it's like, okay, there we go. This felt constructive. How many show tickets did you offer that poor girl to vote for Hick? There is one new member of the podcast. Daphne, are you here? <laughs> Daphne, no, Adam, I told you. sold a seat at the podcast. <laughs> and a, a young female voice on the podcast wouldn't hurt at all. Come listen, on. No, no. I'm just saying, I, listen, I'm all for inclusivity. I just think that we have some friends in the comedy scene who would be great. Daphne's very funny. Daphne's sure very funny. funny. Sure. And she's from Golden, which is not a market we have a lot of clout in. So I, I had a successful phone banking day. I got a funny fucking pack sand joke out of it. Pack sand. And I had a, several great conversations with people. Now, who if you don't know, pack, pack sand is Pack Sun's new um, expressly <laughs> swimsuit store. Uh, right. Make sure pack you sand. all shop at, at Pack Sand. Creek Mall. <laughs> yeah, and if you order Creek. online, you can actually just skateboard in, grab the swimsuit, and skateboard out <laughs> through the express lane. Ah, the skateboard nice. lane is yeah, the skate sweet. lane yeah. at Pack Sand. <laughs> um, I I once I couldn't phone bank anymore. I went to uh, <laughs> couldn't <laughs> once once I'd been excluded for pre-existing health conditions. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they said my knees were bad. Yeah, uh, you, you can't phone bank with bad knees. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, I just I was like, no, I'm not going to change anybody's mind. The minute they're like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm going to be like, okay, good. Sorry to bother you. Yep. That's um, how but, I was. But go yeah, ahead. I'm, yeah, a bad, yeah. I'm a bad sales person. But I, I started uh, every day giving um, $30 to a cause uh, that uh, that I felt was direct action that I in, that I think is great. Your jujitsu gym. Well, <laughs> I did put $180 into that this month, but no, um, no, it's just, so I, I, we can keep going around, but the first one that I donated to and read up on is the bank black movement. I think everybody should, if you get a chance, either side of the aisle, uh, their goal right now is to move $500 million worth of assets to b black owned banking institutions. And I think this is a, a super awesome cause. It's hashtag bank black. 
And I think uh, if you get a chance, you should support that. I that was cool. reading um, on that that right now, I th- there's there's so few. I mean, it, it's uh, shocking how few um, b- truly black-owned banking institutions there are. And I think uh, donating to those and allowing uh, the the people that work at those banks to donate to black businesses and black communities uh, is a huge direct action thing that people can do. So that that was something I did. And, uh, I love it. That's great. Cool. That's never heard that's of it. That's great. It's, it segues perfectly. Uh, I also donated money. I gave fifty dollars to the Colorado Freedom Fund, which I don't know if it's necessarily political, but it's I really like that nonprofit. It's like a bail fund. They. Uh, I would say that's super political. And these Uh, times uh, it is because, uh, you know, people are being arrested for uh, speaking out and and demonstrating. Uh, So I love Colorado Freedom Fund. Check them out uh, if you want to donate money somewhere. And then I donated $50 to Joe Biden's campaign, something I would never normally do. (laughs) But... <laughs> I, I, and again, I only did it. I only did it for this so challenge. Happy about it. I don't. I don't like Joe Biden. But I. Uh, but again, as we said, relatively, uh, I will have no problem voting for him. But um, yeah, I would like to see him win this election definitely. So knowing how American democracy worked, I <laughs> ponied up with the it. only language that matters: <laughs> money. And I, I mean, sent the fucking dollars. dude. That's that's what talks. I because I phone banked for an hour, not a long time, but an hour broke me. That was all I had in me. And I decided well, you I could, crushed Ben's record. So, yeah, I really did. <laughs> Don't tell Noah Reynolds that I bailed after an hour because they were two hour shifts. I, I but spent an anyway, hour trying to figure out how to do it. <laughs> Just I got Noah on my ass He's calling me every night. Um, what I've started doing, which is totally useless, not going to not going to get votes, but makes me laugh every time is I've started answering every potential spam call that comes in on my phone. And I just wait and I answer and they go into their spiel and I go, hey, who are you voting for? And I just go straight at them on the Biden tip as hard as I can. (laughs) And they don't want anything to fucking do with it. And they're very aware you're fucking with them right away. But I've gone four minutes deep with people Trying like to get them. Wait, to vote you're for getting Joe Biden. you're getting robocalls by the from the Trump campaign. No, this is just other spam. He's talking any, quite literally about any spam. Oh, any telemarketer comes in, which oh. I'd say I get one a day. I'll oh, get a yeah. telemarketing call. Yeah, and I, I just answer it and I ask them who they're voting for, and they're not amused. I actually yeah, voted great. for an initiative to revoke the voting rights of anybody that works for a telemarketing company. <laughs> uh, I don't believe you should have rights. <laughs> I no, I mean that's hardcore. I don't. I avoid it's fun. those. It's fun. Like the one lady I started doing, I was like, "Who are you voting for?" And she goes, "Um, I actually have a uh, something I'd like to talk to you about." I go, "Yeah, I know, but who are you voting for?" <laughs> and I go, "Because I, I go, I think you should vote for Joe Biden." And she goes, "I totally understand where you're coming from. What county are you? Do you live in?" I go, I don't, "Doesn't matter." All right, I think I said Denver, and I was like, "But what county do you live in? Who are you voting for?" It's just, it's so much fucking fun. <laughs> Uh, As someone who had to telemarket for years of his life, I I have a hard time getting behind this. But <laughs> I don't think it's going to make any change. But boy, does it make me view. But now I get excited when those calls it's, come in. I will say, Adam, this may be the first time I've said this. That is truly insane, and I love it. Yeah, I think it is disruptive, and I think it one yeah. it serves you to get 
what you want out. And two, it bothers a telemarketer. And as yeah. somebody who cold called, we deserved it. I did yeah. that for uh, Both of you guys brutal. did that shit. I yeah, know. I yeah. did it for an insurance totally. company. The I did it for the Albany Times Union newspaper. Are you currently <laughs> receiving delivery of the Times Union? Or do you get the Troy Record or the Schenectady paper? Now, Andrew, who is the Albany Times? Who are they voting for? Who did they support? Did they come out in favor of a candidate? Sure, I, oh, no, I would I, have I, lied I my ass off to you. I would have been like, uh, yeah, voting uh, for Biden. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Wait, why did you get rid of that old timey New York accent? Why they told us we were all we were all kids. We were like 17 years old. And they're like, if they find out you're calling from Denver, they're never going to buy the paper because they live in upstate New York. So, so you, you have to sound like on- so we all had these like horrific newsies accents. Uh, uh, hello, babe. Uh, it's uh, this Andrew with the uh, Albany Times Union. The, so you immediately <laughs> took the accent that a child yeah. would take and pretend. Yeah, to be an we're, adult. yeah, we were seventeen, and so well, just just imagine a whole office full of cigarette smoking teens uh, with these horrible mockish. New but York what no accents. one's talking about is all the jobs you took away from the upstate New York cigarette smoking teens. They should have yeah. been doing this job. <laughs> Why was Albany outsourcing to Denver? It makes no I don't sense. know. We sold newspaper subscriptions all over the place. We sold them in uh, Michigan and give me the Michigan accent. Tacoma, is it the same one. No, we didn't no, do an Michigan accent for anywhere else. Only upstate <laughs> New York, where their accents were thick. Uh, I never uh, once got called on my accent ever. Never once did anyone. I'm calling you was, out on it right now. Yeah, I but mean. I'm just saying that actual upstate New Yorkers had no problem with it, and they'd be like, they just and they chat were like, you, "You sound fucking sexy." Yeah. <laughs> hey there, and you got a job. I'm calling you from uh, Utica. You know, wherever the fuck I'm, Nassau. I don't know where the fuck I am. <laughs> uh, I um my so I donated again. Uh, I donated uh. Thirty more dollars to um, Project Grapple, which you guys are going to make fun of me for. No, I think I'm more going to make fun of you for your very pragmatic thirty dollar donation. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a very, it's a very nice number. It's a great amount, but it's just very specific, Ben. Oh, I just did it because I because uh, I'm well. We're not doing that well right now. You know what I mean? Understood. There's not a lot Same of work here. flowing Same here. In. So I did $30 to Project Grapple. It's a great program that was started by a guy named Ryan Jardine in Liberty City area of Miami. And it is a group that is a social working program, after school program for kids uh, from lower income neighborhoods in the in the Liberty City district of Miami. Uh, they work with them after school on homework. They get involved in uh, practicing social skills and they also teaches them wrestling and jujitsu for free. They went to worlds. They've done nationals. They've had a, a state, like a couple of kids that just won state championships. And what Ryan is doing is great. It's empowering both physically and getting them more involved in school and getting their grades up and things like that. So if anybody is a fan of martial arts of any kind or causes like that, I highly recommend checking out what Project Grapple does because when you give them money, it goes directly to the kids and, and to the program and to helping the kids in that neighborhood. So that was what I did next. And uh, this is like, I've donated the, to them quite a few times. Yeah, I've seen you post about them. They're they're great. I wish we had also dovetailed this with another social media fast because while I did do positive political things, I spent just as much time, if not more, wading into the shit mire of, uh, you know, politics on twitter now Meyer is that new tbs show with what's his no it's the hardcore band from philly (laughs) shitmire uh 
<laughs> no, I, I I agree. I could have used that. I uh, <laughs> I did not really experience the positive bumps because I was too busy going down to the grossing. But one thing I wanted to say real quick, because Adam mentioned this, and I honestly believe this is part of the problem with American politics. You said you don't talk about politics at the dinner table. And that is like a common thing. You don't talk about religion at the dinner table. You don't talk about politics at the dinner table. I think that is fundamentally what is wrong with America is that those that people believe those things. You should 100% be talking about politics at the dinner table and religion and all this shit. And you should be talking it with people close to you and your family member and be able to have that discourse and those conversations and not treat it like a weird secret under a rock. Taboo, like, yeah. I like to let my politics fester in a dark crawl space hidden away from everyone. It should be dinner table conversation because it affects everyone, including you and everyone at that dinner table. Yeah, I, I, like, I think having open conversations about all those topics you just met mentioned is good for humanity and is good for us to intellectualize uh, things that are happening around us. I, I totally agree. Ditto. Yeah. I think I at think some that, point America or people just felt like, no, it causes arguments and debates. Like, let's just not talk about that stuff. And I was like, those, that's good. I couldn't agree more with what Andrew said. I yeah. think it's healthier for all of us to talk about this. And I think it's been good for us sort of, we didn't realize in this challenge setting out to approach politics from a civil place, which has gotten away from all of us. And we're all mad and we're all fired up. Clearly we're fucking phone banking for Biden mad, but like <laughs> some civility. That's the new expression. Oh, I'm phone banking for Biden mad <laughs> motherfucker. So some civility you, goes bro. a long way. <laughs> I'm yeah, phone, I'm phone banking. banking for Biden mad. I'm phone um, banking mad. Yeah. But it helps to step back and remember there's bigger things in life than United States politics. The world turns we, I think, we, I mean, I think okay. I want to be clear. I, I totally believe United States politics are important because they inf they affect so many lives, both domestically and internationally. I think it, it this is an important election. I truly believe that. I also believe 100 percent wholeheartedly, as I think people on both sides do, that there are outside forces doing everything they can through a well-deployed propaganda program to divide our population even more. Um, I think we saw that with the last election with Cambridge Analytica and things like that. And I think the more we can have an honest dialogue about it, I think we're all very similar in our political. I think we preach a lot to each other's choirs. I, I agree. That said, if you drink Pepsi over Coke, you're dead to me. Whoa, and whoa, I didn't want to end it. We didn't want to end it on dead to, to me. me. <laughs> <laughs> the most effective thing I did this week was I voted and I voted early and I got it in. So to all our listeners, I encourage you to vote early. That helps. Uh, and so get your ballots. They're, they should be in the mail. Fill them out and fucking vote. Especially if also. You're yeah. You know what? This is it might seem boring. There's if you're voting in Colorado, guess what? You get to vote. Whether or not we bring fucking wolves. gray wolves back. How cool wolves, is that? Wolves, wolves, wolves. Vote wolves. Yeah, fuck. You know, we all know about the presidential shit. Vote pr wolves. You know who right now, you know who right now, if they were listening to this portion of the podcast, this is where they're most happy is Jen Ganon, who sings sometimes with Charlie Continental. Uh, she works with the program to reintroduce wolves to Colorado. Cool. And her bandit Lost Walk is wolf themed. Uh, well, shit. Maybe, like, maybe we should end on a high note. And Ron, if you could just just layer in a very somber solo wolf howl right here. 
Wow. Oh, wow. wow. That's so deep. Wow. And I feel like we Wasn't ended, ended on a spiritual peaks. note. It's nice to be spiritual with you guys. Uh, I feel that, I feel that <laughs> so, honorable. Yeah, it's a good challenge in these in these tough times. I'm glad I'm glad we did it. Um, let's take a break. Yep. Um, we'll have a, a snip snap of comedy. Do it up. This next comic has taxed the goodwill of his friends across the episode. <laughs> uh, he's a jits machine. He's a sex machine. And you're going to love him. And you're going to love this bit because I remember it. And it's hilarious. Denver's own Ben Roy, everybody. I like this guy. I think he's edgy. When we come back, we'll figure out what our next challenge is. I saw something in a tattoo shop I wanted to tell you about the other day, right? Right. This woman came in and got right here a tram stamp, which is, you know, not a big deal. That's the young open for business sign that some women will get tattooed above their assholes. But it's what she got right here, right? Bang, right here. She got the GOP elephant. She got the Republican elephant as a tramp stamp. I don't care your political affiliation. I think we can all agree that's a fucking weird tattoo, right? Whatever you believe, that's weird. But then I says no. I says no, Ben, no. I says, Ben, stop judging. That's considerate. I says, Ben, if you're a Republican woman in this crowd, do that shit, especially if you're single. Because I know if I ever looked down and saw that on a girl's lower back, I'd think to myself, yep, I'm definitely going to pull out of this one. She's going to keep the baby. again. No. <laughs> kind of like a totem outside of a cave. <laughs> Stay out. I respect life. <laughs> and what with me being all lefty liberal and everything, it gives a whole new meaning to donkey punching when I deck the bitch. <laughs> oh, that was fun. Ben, anything to plug this week? Yeah, actually, I do. Uh, for those uh, for those folks, uh, friends of ours that are listening in Colorado, in Denver, uh, this Sunday, I will be uh, performing on a benefit show called the Warrior Women Benefit. Uh, it's going to be Sunday at Fort Green Bar from 4 to 830. Uh, Warrior Women, if uh, you get a chance, check it out. It's warriorwoman.com. Uh, instead of the A in woman, it's an X. Uh, this is a, it's a new space that offers self-defense and yoga for women with an emphasis on, on working with people who have experienced trauma. It's a super amazing group of women that are running this and trying to provide yoga, trauma-informed yoga and self-defense. It's a great benefit. They're going to be building this collective space to help women out. Please support. Uh, so get your tickets on warriorwoman.com. Like I said, it's an X instead of... So it's uh, Warrior Woman, W-O-M-X-N.com. Get your tickets. Come see me do comedy. There's other comics. It's going to be great. Uh, so join us that evening. It should be a beautiful night out as well. Nice. Also, we have a Patreon. If you feel like throwing us some extra support, we love to put bonus footage up there. We have all of the videos and photos from our recent scooter challenge up there. 
if you'd like to see that. We also give away prizes uh, to two winners every month. You can get a mug, a pint glass. You can get some free stickers. It's pretty great. If you want to check it out, it's patreon.com slash saves. While you're helping us out, listen, subscribe, uh, anywhere you get your podcasts and rate and review, please. And also, we're on Spotify. We're up on Spotify. So if that's where you do your podcasting, Find us there. It's the shit. And you can follow us on both Twitter and Instagram at Grolix Comedy. It's the same on both at G-R-A-W-L-I-X Comedy. And as always, a huge thanks to breathy phone banker Ron Doyle. Heavy breathing <laughs> when he does his phone banking. Amateur, you know. unlicensed. Yeah. Ba- I mean, with that much Ron breath Doyle. when they're picking up the phone, they're going to hang up more often than not. <laughs> But anyway, what we you love wearing? you, Ron. What are you wearing? Is it democracy? <laughs> Thank you for uh, doing what you do and making us sound great. Our theme music, as always, is performed by the peerless Charlie Continental. Nice. Yeah, Sarah. And, and we should and tell them what we're going to do next episode. Uh, listen, this was a rough one. I think we need to clear our heads a little bit. I think we need to put down our laptops and our phones and get outdoors and enjoy some nature doing something that I really enjoy. What do you guys say? Looking in windows? We're going to go come. look in people's we're gonna windows? <laughs> if we're going to peep at them? Adam's favorite outdoor pastime, peeping. I've actually been banned by the state of Colorado from peeping, so we're going to do a new activity. Yeah. I think it's already uh, illegal. I don't think you get banned from doing it. Well, I definitely doubled down, and I can't do it anymore. You got your peep license revoked? Damn. <laughs> yeah, and I paid good money for that license, too. You <laughs> um, peeped and, over your uh, limit. <laughs> well, he's he's a peer. <laughs> I love that you've been banned from peeping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can't go to the conferences. Can't they? They took away my screen name. I can't log on to the group chats anymore. Hey, what was Nothing. your peeping uh-huh. screen name, Adam? <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Peepers. You know, <laughs> it's a hard part when they when they repeal your peep insert. <laughs> um, yeah, but dude, anyway. I'll be all right because I got a new hobby that I'm going to clue you guys into, and um, I think can't. our lawyer <laughs> listeners know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Caw-caw! Well, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> well, anyway, this is always my favorite part of the show. I can't wait to do it. It's the only reason I show up to these things. Play us out, Charlie. 